I called mom before this and she was like, like I, she's like, how's it going? And I was like, oh, I'm like feeling pretty sick. And she's like, you, you sound like shit. <laughs> like, Dude, you, you sound like, fine. Oh, no. so, oh yeah, that's good. Um, I definitely feel like shit. So, um, but yeah, we just watched um, Midnight Mass. Did you like it? We just we just finished it. I think that's my favorite Mike Flanagan. Dude, series. isn't it like, unreal, bro? I loved it. Yeah, dude, it's so good. I'm just on episode um, two of House of Fall of the House of Usher. Fall of Usher, yeah. It's that it's seems like, good too, though. I the Fall of the House of Usher is like it's not as like scary tight. I think yeah. As no, it's scary. Like it's definitely the scariest one I think of what I've seen from Mike Flanagan. But like he. Uh, it was like the most fun. Like it was just like such a roller coaster ride. Um, Cause I feel like um, like house haunting of Hill house was like definitely the hardest hitting. Like, Oh emotionally. God. Yeah. I cried to that movie. Fucking show, bro. Well, yeah. No shit. Okay. Like, can we can twin. swear. I know it was the most emotional twin thing I've ever seen in that. Honestly. I think I can swear a little bit. Yeah. I don't think just, just literally shits and F's nothing, you know, no F's maybe. <laughs> sure. <laughs> we'll figure it out um but like uh yeah and then hill how did you see blind manor calling it no no i haven't seen it i i've heard it's not as good but we'll probably watch it now we're like on a big mike flanagan kick and then um i've like midnight mass i think has been like the most consistent oh you done it or we just finished it today we watched the whole thing this weekend like all seven episodes in one weekend fantastic that sounds like a good weekend bro yeah, Listen, dude, it was like a really good. My fantasy is good coming down to the, the wire here, bro. Who are you against? Who I'm against, against Dicker Kickers. Oh, Zach. Yeah, I'm actually kind of clutching it out here, bro. Like we're with we're projected within like half a point of each other here. So, dude, I uh, I was pretty nervous last week because uh, I've had a pretty disappointing year, so I don't really want to listen to number one seed here, buddy. Talk, but. I am the number one seed. Oh, that is true, but uh, I well, I traded Diggs. That was interesting, bro. I saw that. I messaged Bailey and I was like, "Oh man, like, do you think this is a good, a good like trade?" And Bailey's like, "I don't think so." And I was like, "Oh man," but my my thinking was like, because uh, Nikua, the wide receiver I traded for in that trade, like he's actually averaging just as many points as Diggs is. Yeah, but that's without Cooper and Cup, that, though, bro. Like Cooper Cup doesn't matter, like. They traded their other wide receiver. Like they trade, they got rid of a yeah, wide receiver. Yeah, he's like wide receiver too. Now. You're right. You're and right. he scored like more. He scored 25 points for me tonight, like fantasy points. That's good, um, actually, bro. That's is so actually. So I think fun. it like I think it'll if if he keeps playing good, I think it'll pay off because I have he's the, pretty much the same point as getting me the same points as Diggs, and it's an upgrade at running back. I traded for Saquon Barkley. Saquon, bro. Do you say Sethquan, bro? Saquon. I don't know, dude. Sethquan, bro. everyone welcome to uh flicks with the foys the movie podcast uh where we talk about movies and we're also brothers. yes sir brothers you know, i don't like of blood of the same blood should i do it again no bro just continue it's fine <laughs> okay um yeah so um yeah i mean we've we've wanted to do i think like a podcast for a while um and maybe we'll get into that but just to start we're gonna our first movie we're gonna talk about is the original friday the 13th movie um, I don't even know who directed it. Oh, I know, bro. I like how I gotta look it up. 1980 or Jamie? Can you pull that up? <laughs> we need a Jamie. Yeah, bro, we do actually. That's when you know. Um, I'm just gonna look it up quick. <laughs> this podcast is not going good so far. Yeah, I should have had it pulled up, bro, for sure. <laughs> okay, Friday the 13th, uh, directed by Sean S. Cunningham. Um, but uh, yeah, why don't we why don't we start a bit? We'll introduce ourselves and just talk about why we. Why we want to start this podcast? Yeah, I'll, I'll rip it all here. My name ahead. is uh, Carson. I'm a pretty yeah. like regular dude, yeah. 22 years old. Go to school. Um, you know, like sports and. Are you gonna tell us your social insurance number too? <sighs> this guy. Eh? Anyways, I like movies, and we're thinking of this podcast as an outlet to um, kind of express our feelings from because I don't like to talk about them at all ever. So, and I really like watching them. So, 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, that's pretty much the same. So I'm, if you don't know who I am, I'm, I'm Jordan Foy. <laughs> I'm, uh, I guess Carson, so Carson's in school. Um, and I'm like a professional, I guess so I'm working full time. Uh, and yeah, I've, I mean, I think we've, movies have always been part of something I've always been really interested in something like our family's always really done. Um, so it's like always kind of been around and then I don't know, I guess since I kind of finished university, I've gotten more into movies and kind of started listening to more like movie podcasts. Um, I think the big one that really got me into like thinking a bit more critically about movies was show me the meaning. Yes, sir. I totally agree with that. Uh, which is I love that. Crack. Yeah. And then, uh, and then also the other one I really, that was really influential on me was uh, lessons from the screenplay. Or beyond the screenplay, I think is the name no, of the you, podcast. You, YouTube which, channel, their YouTube channel was lessons from just also electric. Yeah. So they they have more. Yeah, it's definitely electric. Um, so lessons from this or uh, show me the meaning was more about like philosophy in movies. Um, so they had some like pretty interesting takes on there, and um, you know some of their hosts, uh, you know Austin Hayden. If you're familiar with that podcast, it's pretty, pretty out there, bro. Pretty well, unique I can, character. It was very interesting. All and, the time, uh, yeah, Raymond Raymond Kramer, uh, who now they've they've that show me the meaning is no longer in existence, and they have Cinemythology, um, which they've continued and kind of in the same yeah like it, vein. I'd I guess. say for sure. Um, I mean, it looks more the philosophy so, maybe of movies. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, and, and they they just I was listening to their episode the other day on um, Eraserhead, like the Have you David ever seen Lynch any movie, other David Lynch movie famous? I I've never. Well, I don't seen think one I've ever seen it. He's on the watch movie. list, you know, bro. <laughs> but I just know yeah, about Eraserhead. Everyone, yeah. Eras- Eraserhead, and and they were they were kind of talking about how you know like, um, you know, growing up they really liked movies and, uh, they kind of, I think it was Raymond talking about it. He didn't really, he he felt he didn't really understand cinema until he started talking to other people about it, um, and yeah, I just I don't know, I was really interested in, uh. I don't know, talking to other people about movies and I hope, you know, we can expand this podcast, like chat, chat, chat about stuff with some of our friends. And there are other members of the Foy family who like movies and have hot takes. Yes, sir. Um, so maybe at one point they'll be on, on the, on the show, but um, yeah, I think that's, why don't we yeah, dive, dive yeah, into the sure, movie? Man. So uh, want to start with first first impressions yeah. maybe? Yeah. I mean, First, I want to know, like, who did you think was going to be the final girl? Bro, I'm going to be straight up honest <laughs> with you. I thought it was going to be the first chick you yeah. introduced. The super nice. Right? Me, too. I'm like, cause, Me too. Because she looks like she looks like kind of that innocent youth, like the nice one. And then you're going to get shown to all these like sex crave lunatics. And um, which I think, honestly, in horror movies is like my probably f- least favorite cliche about like the the that's something we could talk about later maybe but like i think that um you know like the idea of people who young people who have sex should be murdered or cut in half is a kind of like a weird trope you see in horror movies but we can talk about that later like obviously it's like dated a bit but like i did like i did enjoy I, it a lot i, I to guess me, and, i yeah you, uh, you go I won't, I won't jump in front of you bro yeah no you go ahead to me ahead. i think you go ahead for me i think it was a great like I'd say maybe horror movie or Halloween movie, but like, I don't think it's a really a great movie, but I do believe it's a classic. Like, and it like, to me, like it's something I could rewatch, but I don't think it's, you know what I mean? Like, like I thought it was lots of cliches. Some moments really took it out for me. Like I'm like, but I think, I think you also have to put it in the like historical context, right? Like a lot of the like cliches, like that movie like started. Um, I totally and, agree. Like I for totally me. So I think you, Oh, my, I've told you about my rating system before, a little bit, right? but it's complex and confusing to me. So explain it, explain it to the folks. So I think there's like a tendency, like people always want like a, you know, like a hard result. Like, oh, this movie's a 10 out of 10. This movie's like an A plus yeah, like, or, or the letterbox like, five star. I don't know if I really like, yeah, like letterbox. Right. And I don't, I definitely don't like adhere to that. I just think like at the end of the day, like movies like all art is like subjective and i think for me like i basically rank them on like categories and my categories are based on the kind of fruit that i like so like um basically is like 
a bad movie and it's not necessarily like like the best fruit but it's basically like it's all based on like how much did i enjoy this movie and would i rewatch it and like would i recommend it and so it's not necessarily based on like what the objectively best fruit is but like what kind of fruit i eat on a daily basis so like least favorite is like lemon that's like an, a, a like bad a stinker movie. maybe I didn't like not even it. fun to watch wouldn't recommend it. yeah and and like obviously with this too right like i think like my categories can change like nothing's set in stone because i think so much of your of your movie experience is also based on like how you're feeling that day like who you're with yeah it's whatever. so like the whole ex- um but like lemon is viewing experience too Lemon is like the lowest. Yeah, viewing experience. Lemon's like the lowest. And then it's like Apple. So that's like a movie that like I maybe didn't necessarily like enjoy it. I'm not sure if I recommend it, but I'm like glad that I watched it, which is like how I feel about eating apples. Like every time I eat an apple, I'm like, I don't want to eat this apple, but I eat it. And at the end, I'm like, I'm glad I ate the apple. The second one is like orange. So that's like a movie that like I liked. I'd watch it again. I'd recommend it. And then top tier is like, banana that's like a movie like i eat bananas every day love bananas and that's like a movie that like i would watch again i'd recommend it again like i loved it so this movie like i would rate it like an orange like i'm glad that i watched it i really liked it i'd recommend it but i don't know if it's like it's and it's not like there's so much about this movie like a lot i really liked and a lot like i I totally agree and kind of like what you're saying it's like there was some like really good like really good like I like the vibe I like the like the set design too like the camp dude, the vibes in this movie were immaculate yeah, and like um and even like some of the effects I thought some of the kills were really good I thought the kills were really good for being forty three yeah. years old like do you know you see like the crap you know okay, the up. um the crappy some of the crap you see in today's movies I'm just glad there's at least, at least practical effects oh. it's not all CGI swamp fest right I know which I appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it is like, I understand like why it's such a good, not like a good, but like a loved like movie. And obviously I haven't seen the other movies. Which I think like, really detracts I from have my never seen... experience too, because I think the ending we can talk about at some point, but it, I think, I think it completely caught me off guard and I don't even, I don't think I wouldn't say a good way. Like I just, yeah. Yeah. And that's <sighs> a certain point too. Have you you so you've seen Halloween? I, recently, okay, right? so this year I I've been trying to watch what people would say horror classics. There's hundreds of them. I can't really see horror classics, but I've seen a couple. Like I watched Carrie, Amityville Horror, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street. You know, so yeah, like okay. So you did see Nightmare did. on Elm Street. I did. I watched like the other night, day, bro. Okay, because because I so there's like a couple of movies that I've watched recently that like put this one in context for me. So one was, it's called The Final Girls. And, uh, oh man, I'm so bad with names. Well, so like, I just want to say, I wanted to like prep a lot more for this, but like I got sick, sick this weekend. So and I'm kind of like ad hocking all of this. Um, but uh, um, so The Final Girls is like, it's more recent and it's like a satirical kind of take on slasher movies. And it's pretty, it was like pretty cheesy, but I like enjoyed it um and then i also recently watched nightmare a nightmare on elm street um which i hated you hated it and i think that's interesting i hated it yeah why I, um i i just thought it was like and that's like it's that interesting my brain like, I'm, I'm happy that you watched it well i just like i liked i think the thing with that movie and it's one of those like movie viewing experience things is like it had all this and I had a similar problem with Friday the 13th is that like it kind of had all this energy and then it just like hits 100%. a wall and and kind of like and they're kind of similar movies like so Friday the 13th like um you know spoiler alerts yeah ahead. this is like, spoiler this is it's kind of like spo- you know, this is all spoilers so typical like slasher you know what we come to our modern yeah like I've seen of, the like, Friday the 13th movie, right? like, thing a thousand times in different yeah. forms of and, media and I had never I hadn't I had never seen any of it you know like I knew that like because yeah, Jason it's, Voorhees it's kind is kind of like a, a icon of of a pop culture yeah. But it's kind of crazy he's not even in the first movie. Yeah. I thought that was crazy. I didn't even know that. I know. Like, but, uh, but that was like – that was the only thing I knew I about this movie was that he's not in the first Friday the 13th. Yeah, I was I like, what that. the heck? Like when is this guy going to show up? 
yeah it had like all this like <laughs> momentum for me and the movie is like there's like these moments of like serenity and like i don't know if you noticed this too but they only played music when something bad was about to happen and i looked it up first of all the score is awesome in this movie like i really like it yeah it's super good yeah and the composer was uh harry manfredini i think i hope i'm hopefully I'm pronouncing that right and he he had said that i don't know if it was him or the director but they had like intentionally sorry i didn't really explain yeah come on there. bro come on so like yeah there, it's it's there's no music until something bad's happening and that that was like an intentional choice by the creators of the movie to like um trick the viewer so it's interesting because it's like there's like these very like serene yeah, camp vibes yeah like moments where they're just like like when they're swimming on the dock and it looks like a sweet sur- like i like sounds like a good you know youthful activity like like i want to be there yeah and and like and then you can tell something bad's gonna happen when the music starts and and it kind of like worked for me like you know, you kind of like have these these group of kids, and we should definitely talk about it. Like your point at the beginning, like about like the cliche and like how it's. Dated. I also find one thing too. Speaking about the young kids, like one thing I found the movie I think suffers from would be like character development. Like I didn't really like know any of the characters, right? So and then when they start dying off, it's kind of just shock value. I'm not like like I'm like oh like oh oh no oh, Kevin Bacon died by the way, but um it sucks to see him. Yeah. You know? Which is one yeah. thing, you know what I, I mean? Like they start dying off, you're like, oh. And I think that's like the other big talking point is that, and I think we can get into it, but I think like from a pacing perspective, like it has this energy and then it kind of gets to a point where like it just kind of like ends and then, yeah, so like it's not Jason. Jason's not the killer and it's like his mom. And to me, that was so funny because I was like, dude, this is like if my grandma or like my mom dude, now, I, look, I, I looked it up. She's she's canonically, I think like forty nine yeah, years old. She looks like sixty five. Yeah, dude, she looks eight. And I was like, I was like, I was like, this is like if if like we went camping and all our friends started dying and then like our mom just rolls up and was like, dude, I'm the killer. And how that is took how me is she... right out of the movie? <laughs> What's her name? How is Pamela Voorhees John Wick? Like she's like doing John Wick activities out dude, there. She... She she took that guy and, and threw hung him on the door with arrows, like through his body. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like my favorite kill was the Kevin Bacon one, which which got me. That really like, got that me. was like a jump scare. That was like, the best the kill, head, the, you're kill thinking, of the game. You're thinking he's gonna freak out, and I can't believe it got me because I saw it in the trailer too, and I remember watching the trailer for this movie and being like, oh, that was like like what a good kill. And then it got me in the movie, and but she she shoves an arrow through the mattress through his throat and like starts twisting it around. I know, like, like she's like Hulk or some crap. She's like, like that, a bodybuilder. Yeah, she's like yeah, LeBron anyway. James, bro. I so know. that was kind of like my issue, but like at the same time, I I did really appreciate like the vibe of it, and like the music is great. I love the vibe, so, and you can't yeah the vibe, the vibe is what makes it. Yeah. It's a classic. I like I was watching it. Friday night, you know, lights off, it's windy outside, it's fall. I'm like, bro, like, this is electric. Like, I got a cold beer in my hand. Like, what else? Like, it's a great movie for that Halloween spook fest. Like, and I think just compared to, like, and, and then the ending, too, right? Like, it had, and that, and it's very similar to, to Nightmare on Elm Street because with me, I totally uh, agree with that statement. Like, the endings yeah, are and, interesting. And they're interesting. It's like a bigger question. I, I'm kind of been, grappling with like i don't know lately is like because you have you have like a lot of old movies right and like some of them you can watch like for me it's like the shining like, that movie is over 40 years old now and like every time i watch it i'm like oh man this is great and you could there's like there's you know, tons of movies like a bit, that. I context stuff but there's a lot of stuff that like was good at the time but like you watch it now and you're like this is garbage yeah and totally. so, you remember like, like- no, no, never mind. No, no. I lost my train it. of thought. I lost my train of okay. thought. Okay. But yeah, I like, so what do you, like, how did, what was your like experience with like, I don't know, the, like, do you feel like a similar kind of problem with the pacing and stuff like that in the story? So I felt a similar problem for sure. What I tried to do on this time, like I was just thinking about people, like how this would have been received in a full theater in 1980. Like it would have been, and it wasn't, hasn't, hadn't been seen like a hundred times. Right. So it's like, I tried to think through that mindset, but I totally agree. To me, if it did, does feel dated now. Like that we're in 2023, like it, 
there is things just even about the story structure and everything that it, it does feel a bit dated but i don't think that detracts from the movie i think it almost like i like watch it it's aired like it's a 80s movie and you can feel it and i think that's not yeah thing. and they did like <laughs> i mean it's funny you're talking about like character development and like i feel like if you watch like even that like that final girls movie i watched like which is clearly like inspired by yeah this. like it's like, inspired it's, by it's, all this it's it's like um it's even like same setting, like they're in like a, in a summer camp and stuff. Yeah. And they like clearly define like, and they're even kind of like poking fun of like this, like the rampant, like sexism and like objectification that was happening. Like, do you, yeah, I, no, I totally think many, it's an how issue. How many times I got creepy vibes from people. Like there was like three different female characters who all got like really uncalled for, like, uh, yeah like that 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 bus driver at the beginning like are they all gonna look as good as you at the camp and i'm like dude like that's like and it is like i don't know again i don't want to like, be yeah i had to check myself though because like there are like people who still like talk like that today but it is like it's it's weird to like watch it but like they're not even like fully formed stereotypes like no i don't know except for that one guy what was his name uh uh not Bill. Bill was a nice guy. Ned. Ned was, like, just a piece of shit. But, like, his, like, whole, like... He was, I guess, the stereotypical, like, jerk character. But, like, to me, like, Kevin Bacon's character and Bill, like, they were, like, the same. Like, all the girls were the same. Yeah. Um, like, I don't... You know, except for, like, Alice. Like, she was kind of like, oh, like, I like to draw. And, like, I'm artistic. I but But that's the only thing they show for her to be different, though. Like, it's, like... Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think they na- like naturally develop her as the as the main like protagonist probably of the movie, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah, and it was just weird. Like, I don't know. I didn't really like because like, I don't because like they're getting killed because they are having fun and got laid. Like, I don't. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of a concern. Like, it's and it it is like I, like the only character I thought who was like ethically problematic was Ned. Like. Uh, yeah, yeah, she, yeah. He shoots but the he, arrow but, at her from like behind. Like she's standing at the target. Dude, and he's dude, like, Boom. what would you do if someone did that to you, bro? Like, I I mean, that'd be feral, bro. Like feral. No, dude, I would like drop some bows on sight, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, you use your karate. But bro. he said like some like racist things and like. It is. We we don't want to sit here and you know cancel it here. So. <laughs> no, I know, I know, but it is like you know what I mean. Like if, if you're talking about like um, that's your criticism of the movie is like who like like he's the only character i think who like is portrayed in like a he like an actual like problematic like because even like they have that whole dynamic with like kevin bacon's character jack and he's seeing marcy i think those kids are supposed to but they're kind of like they kind of like contrast him right they're like oh ned's such a jerk and he's yeah yeah like kevin bacon's character is very sweet like it's not like he like pressured her into doing that's that's like, that's do. one thing like i think the movie's trying to portray these these kids as like troublesome like they might be smoking weed or something or drinking but it's like it's, it's just like funny. it's a lot different, like, idea of, like a bad kid it's like yeah like they're smoking a joint and having consensual Brenda sex oh lord wanted to play strip monopoly and like bill smoked a joint so like he deserves to get the axe like <laughs> yeah i don't know it's it's just, like, i like it though it's also a movie, right? It's also a movie. Yeah. Gotta... I mean, it definitely though, like, um, there's a book somebody was telling me to read. Men, Women, and Chainsaws. Um, who's it by? Oh, that sounds but interesting. Anyway, I want to read it because it's about, like, um, author's name is Carol J. Glo- Carol J. Glover, yeah. And it's just, like, it's it's about, like, slasher movies and final girls and kind of, like, you know feminism and and women in horror movies and anyway, I don't know I I want to get it I'm very intrigued now actually actually after watching this movie but um but yeah I think like I think the movie Halloween yeah. that came out like about a year before yeah. this or Let's two talk years about Halloween now and I think like like that movie to me is like truly like I think the 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 main horror movie that lots of these other movies like Friday the Thirteenth stand on the shoulders of I think like they're trying to be that movie. But I think that movie's I think that movie's unreal. I think the score is one of the best scores I've ever heard. It, I think it truly creates like that POV that like they've used in this movie. You know the Michael Myers POV, like and you're like, right? That's that's ripped off in front. I guess this they came out of the movie. They could be filmed at the same intending time. Intending right? to be like it was trying to capitalize on Halloween success, and like, yeah, right. So like, and it definitely like, and I am like, because 
I it's been a while since I've seen Halloween. Like I think First I watched time it. Full I def- watch. I watched it like a couple weeks. I ago. I definitely but. watched it in high school, and I don't know if I've seen it since. But I remember it being like very, like this movie kind of hits a wall, right, and kind of just like falls apart. And and I, I think we should definitely talk more about the ending and like the the twist ending, which I don't think we've talked about yet. No, yeah. Um, but talk about like, stuff, yeah. I from what I remember from Halloween, and I want your opinion on it, is like okay, fire. I remember away. Halloween just being like propulsive, just like constantly moving, and it doesn't really like there's no wall that it hits. Like, what's your what's your like comparison with with Friday the Thirteenth and Halloween? Okay, like I would say, I'd say Halloween. What I think it does really good is it makes like Michael Myers the character like super scary like like the way they portray him in the back like you're looking around in the back of scenes looking for him right which i think is a plus of this movie which i think is also tried to do in friday the 13th with that pov and looking around and stuff but i just think halloween is a more tighter tighter narrative and movie and i think the characters too like i for me i just really wanted more about the the main character like jason but i also I'm also kind of messed myself up because, like, I didn't know that, like, you know, there's a whole part two right the year after, right? I thought Jason was in this one, right? More so, it's like, you know, because I've only seen, I should watch the others, but I think that's. I mean, I definitely think, like, we would need to watch more to get the full context of these movies because there's a yeah. there's a lot of Friday. There's like two fifteen or there's something like, like twelve in the series, bro. Yeah, but I do think you have a good point, and like, it's so iconic right like michael Ma- the michael myers mask and he's just like um you know as people have talked about it like at lengths like he, he's portrayed as just like this force of nature right like i remember watching it in like jamie lee curtis gets him in the eye with like the coat hanger yeah he's like, like a force like, of nature I and, like, watching pure it evil. and being like i'll be like oh the movie's over now and he just gets up and it's like dude like what just happened and I think that really hurt Friday the Thirteenth. Is like I fully agree you don't, because you don't see who the killer is, and like it makes the threat. One thought I had is like, do you think they were trying to make the camp owner like be the killer as like a red? That's herring? exact. Well, right, but wasn't like the jeep that he drives away in is jeep, very similar right? to the jeep. Like, I thought it was the same jeep, but yeah. I totally think that. I think they do it. They totally think that. I bet you the first time people watched that, they're like, "What's oh, the killer?" Right, but. I think you totally agree. And then like you talk about Michael Myers, like a force in nature. That's what Michael Myers is when I see Halloween and this movie, I think it's, but then when you find out that the twist of the mom, I think it kind of like discredits it all. Like, I don't know. It's like, Oh, well like what? And especially the ending scene when they're like, like she fights the main character for like, tw- like feels like 20 minutes. And it just Dude, feels she, like she will not die. And she's like, like she she's hits in, like, her with a frying pan. She like punches her. And it, and it's almost so cliche that part of the movie that it took me out of it. Like when she hits him in the head and she just walks and sits by the beach. It's like, bro, like I'm sorry. And like it took like she's like 55 years old. Just end it. Like, and then what about that? What about the last scene? So we just last shot. Should we talk about that or? Yeah. Well. Yeah, let's talk about the last shot, and then I do want to bring 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 another topic back and like talk talk about it. But um. Yeah, let's talk about the last the last shot. So what the hell so, is going on, bro? Like honestly, yeah, well, do you want to like do you want to like ex- explain it? Yeah, so pretty much right, the cops show up, right? So she takes out Pamela Voorhees, I think her name is the mom. Hops in a canoe, floats away, right? Cops show up. She she gets pulled out under by some burnt guy, probably Jason, and then she wakes up. It's a dream, but at the end scene, you see bubbles in the lake. Like is that a is that is he like a merman like, <laughs> and that got me like I was just like I remember because at that point like my experience right was like, and I did enjoy the movie and like you know I hit that wall and it was kind of like when, the storm stops because I thought that was awesome right it's like raining, you know they're like oh no the power's out like Bill goes out, Bill dies and then, like you know Mrs Voorhees shows up and it, it was just kind of like. You know, like, it was just so weird that, like, because she, it's not even like she's explained, which 
I kind of liked about the movie that it didn't like give you there's like a prologue scene of like somebody killing two teenagers. Yeah. And then which is meant to be Mrs. Voorhees, I think, in like a flashback. But you know like, even like the opening, right? Like there's no like exposition. They're just like I just thought it was so funny too. Dude, because like we didn't really get it. I wanted to talk about the first girl more, but like, you know, there's no explanation really. Like she goes to this cafe and like the town crazy person Ralph, Ralph. was like, "Oh, Ralphie boy, a, there's a blood curse on that place. Like, don't go there." Cat and everyone's blood. like, oh, "Shut up, Ralph! Like, you don't know what you're talking about." And then she gets in the car with this guy, and she's like, "He's like, oh, don't listen to Ralph. Like, he's he doesn't know what he's talking about." And then she like he goes to drop her off, and he's like, "Don't go there. It is it is cursed." <laughs> like, yeah, but there's no exposition really. And then you just you just meet this character with like 20 minutes left, and she's like, "Oh, I'm the killer." And, you know, you go through that whole thing that we kind of like talked about where, like, they have, like, the big the big fight. Yeah, it's like a Thanos versus, like, Captain America level stuff. I was checked out. I was like, oh, the movie's over. Like, I was kind of bored. I was checking my phone. And then I look up, and she's on the canoe, like, asleep in the middle of the lake. And this nope. fucking burnt body, like, jumps out of the water and, like, grabs her and, like, takes her into the lake. And that's, like, the final jump scare, I guess. And... Yeah, I mean, it's meant to, like, I think they kind of left it, like, ambiguous. Because that's how the movie ends. Is like, she's like, what about what about the boy in the lake? Like, did you find him? And they're like, well, there was no boy. And she's like, well, he's still there then. Yeah. Kind of implying that, like, you know, Jason. I just didn't like, get the whole character, though. Like, is he, like, a ghost or a merman? Or, like... I don't know. I mean, I think he, like, evolved to be this Michael Myers-like figure. You know, where, like, he has these, like, supernatural powers and stuff like that. Um... But it's like, I don't know. Now I kind of want to watch the other Friday the 13th. Yeah. But I one thing don't. I think also too, I was just thinking about this movie is one thing that I think is it's fully saving grace is its length. It's short. I think this movie could have been like, imagine this movie's like two hours, another 30 minutes. Like, like it would be right. So that's one thing. Cause you can just watch it. It just burns right through. Like you're done. It feels like you watched like an episode of TV, which I enjoy. Like it's quick. It's. You don't have to sit there and invest for like it's not I, boys. I saw uh, Killers of the Flower Moon on the weekend. Felt like I was like in there for a day, bro. Yeah, I know, and I do like. I do think it's very rare that I like a movie longer than two hours, or like, like I think an hour and a half movie is like it's just like like Chef's Kiss, man. Like it's such a good, such a good like. I don't know experience and like and let's say like Halloween well like that, done so. hour and a half yeah. movie right like you can have crappy hour and a half movies but um I did like I did like that but I definitely it definitely kind of runs into that problem of like dragging and um but yeah I don't do you have any other I, there's something I want to talk about but do you have any other any other thoughts you want to talk hold about hold up let me just ponder okay one thing bro I also thought that main that main girl the first girl we meet nice curly hair I thought her acting was hilarious to me. I know. I thought it was hilarious. I was cracking up, bro. Like, I, and it, but it's also kind of, I, it's kind of, it's not like a horrible thing to me. I think it adds like that kind of campy vibe to it. But I just, I just like she's hilarious. She's a very typical actor, guys. If you, that's what, like, if you've seen it, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, it was a little bit like over the top, and she's just kind of playing that like character. I think too, the like really cheerful, hopeful teenager kind of a thing, and, right. and like it totally kind of like oh, gee, jolly, like jolly oh, whiz, like, yeah, totally. Oh, I've got to, you know how to get to camp, and like, dude, she was gonna hitch, she was gonna walk twenty miles there, which is twenty crazy. miles, bro. But I thought she was gonna be the final girl too. I was like, I was like, oh, it's her first character, and like, you know, like oh, she no, seems super nice. Her, I was like, I was like, it's gotta be first character, like it's gotta be first yeah. girl, and like even like she was so funny like um the one scene i thought was just hilarious was like um she's like oh i've I've always wanted to work with children i love children she's like i hate when people call them kids like and i was like man like that was like you forget that that was like a thing like i remember having a teacher in school who was like oh don't say kids like kids are baby goats like they're children and it's like I would never. I don't know the last. I think if you called a kid a child now or like children, like, be like what be, the hell are you talking about, bro? <laughs> they'd be like, they would look at you and give you a stink eye. Yeah, I don't know. I and I did like I did like the performances of most of the kids. Like that's kind of like there's not a lot of like writing there, I guess, to like expand them. But like, yeah, well, they didn't really get any chance to do some major acting either. You know, I think they do perfect for their for their role. They're 
with what they were given, like I thought it was great. Like the actor who played Bill, the character Bill, he was like a sweetheart. You know, like I thought Alice was like Alice was really believable. Kevin Bacon was like great. Like he's a yeah. really he's like an underrated. I mean, maybe not underrated, but like considering, I don't think he's ever won an Oscar or anything. Like he's a great actor. Yeah, I love Kevin Bacon. Um, he just, cla- I just, I just love to see him. Like I instantly didn't know he was in the movie again, right? And you're like, oh shit, it's Kevin Bacon, and that's hype. Like if whenever you say, oh shit, that's Kevin Bacon, that's pretty hype. I think like another influence on this movie that like I noticed was uh, Psycho. Okay. Like have you I seen, seen Have you seen yeah. Psycho? I've seen. Have Psycho, you seen Psycho? Yeah. Yeah. I've totally seen Psycho. You're right. The mom, like I like them. Like they talk about the mother aspect of it, or the mom is like a reverse of. Yeah, you know, the guy of Psycho. The, yeah. um, um, Bateman, whatever his name is. Bates, yeah, something. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, right? And even the, like, the score. The score was excellent. Like, I really liked I like the... It's um, kind of that mouth breathe. Like, like the, uh, the, yeah. Yeah. It, dude, did that score reminds me of... Bro, 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 watch Get Out. The score's kind of like it. That... Like Norman that, Bates. Norman Bates is Norman the Bates, Psycho. Yeah. Well, I've seen Get Out. Everybody's seen Get Out. But you know that score at the beginning? It's kind of yeah. similar to this, bro. Just it's so been a while since I've, seen, since I've seen Get Out. Check it out. It is. Um, I love the opening shot where the Friday the 13th breaks through that glass. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like it was loud. Um, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I thought I thought it was kind of interesting. I think like what could have improved it would be, I think, just incorporating that character in the story more. Totally. Like, I feel like if she was even working in the diner or something, and like, it's one of those she things. Comes, though, I don't know. She just comes out of nowhere, like in a knit sweater, like talking about how she's a killer. Like, it's hard for me to. It's kind of tough, though, because you do, right? Like, that is like. I think exposition is like a really double edged sword in movies. Because totally. you need to, like, you need to, like, give enough of the movie, like, an understanding to the viewer to, like, see what's up. But I I don't need to be sit sat down and told what's going on, but I'd like to see maybe some inklings like of what's yeah you know and and I think that's another thing that like Halloween I kind of need to rewatch Halloween. I'm realizing is like it's really good. Like there's not much I like there's like, not much. It's not like explaining to you this whole but you, thing. But you like you get like you know who he is. Evil guy broke out of a mental hospital. Full evil. That's all you gotta know. He's he's actually truly evil, and that's all you gotta know. And it's scary. Yeah, and I think like, and I think that's what makes Halloween a classic too. Because I think Michael Myers is truly terrifying. Like if you just like, I was thinking about like an evil yeah. dude that's purely evil out yeah. and about. But in this Jason movie, when you learn it's a grandma, I'm like, bro, like I'm I'm finna late. Like I'm gonna knock that grandma out with a right hook, like through her jab, like you know. I know. Like it's, it's kind of crazy that like she was able to kill so many of them. Like, it's honestly impressive. I'm not even mad. I'm just impressed. Yeah, totally. And I think for me, too, like, the lots of what makes horror great is you can kind of imagine yourself in those movies and, like, how terrifying it would be, right? But then when you're, like, like when I'm watching the fight between the grandma, sometimes you're, like, like, the mom's not grandma, obviously, but, like, you're, like, okay. Like, it takes me out of it, personally. I'm not trying to be some tough guy here, but, you know. <laughs> She, though, I wrote, like, there's some interesting, like, trivia about this movie, uh, too. So, like, the actress for, um, because this movie was, like, independent. Um, so, like, they made it for, like, really cheap. The only, like, really established actor in it was, uh, was Mrs. Voorhees. Her name's Beth, the actress's name is Betsy Palmer. And I think at that point, she'd only played, like, kind of, like, friendly, kind characters and she she only agreed to be in the part because she needed a new car, and she was the only <laughs> one that got paid any like decent amount of money, and uh, she she thought the movie was a piece of shit. Like she's on like in an interview saying like she's like I only, I only did that piece of shit movie because I needed a new car or something. But I thought it was <laughs> I like really that funny. bank. I needed that bank. <laughs> I mean, all right. Um, but I was like I wrote in my notes. I was like the real my real takeaway from this movie is like who would you pick in a fight like Michael Myers or Mrs. Voorhees? Not like actually wondering that because like obviously michael myers would win but it's Dude, just that like guy, michael myers is built different bro she is also unkillable though like she had to get her head chopped off with a machete you know? yeah but i i don't but, even think this michael myers at the original under the original halloween he just like disappears right like he doesn't die bro, but he gets laced with like 
four to six bullets, bro, and then gets up and GTFOs. He like falls off a balcony, which is like like pretty. But I but in the, but in that that is supposed to be like he's like really evil, like he's like just a different critter. Like I think the real we're not we're still trying to find like a podcast identity, you know, like. We talked about like, uh, like maybe trying to like have some like lessons that we learn. But then I was like, but then you know that's just gonna be lessons from the screenplay. My original idea for the podcast was to do like a Stephen A. Smith style where we just like scream <laughs> at each other about movies. Dude, that'd be hilarious. So we we just take hot takes. Yeah, yeah, we just start hot takes. Um, because we are like, I guess I don't know if you if you don't know us, like we are. I think if you if you could describe us, we're like jocks. <laughs> like we've never taken i don't know I've, i did like a video productions class in high school so we made like short movies for like um the announcements and things like that like my school was uh my high school was combined with a college so we didn't have like a pa system we had tvs for all our announcements so we would play like we would play videos on the announcements and things like that um but i have no like formal cinema training um shit where was i going with this Dude, the NyQuil's hit me hard, bro. We're just regular dudes, bro. Yeah, we're just regular dudes. Just regular dudes. Yeah, so we definitely have like a sport background. So this podcast might bleed into into sports. But uh, yeah, so I I mean the real, you know, my lesson, my lesson from the screenplay for this episode is just watch Halloween. <laughs> but not actually. Yeah, bro, like, there honestly. Is, there is a lot of good stuff in this movie. I think if you... Like I think it's a it's a movie that like I would watch if it was on TV, and yeah, let's talk about Friday the Thirteenth actually or Nightmare on Elm Street because I don't think I would watch Nightmare on Elm Street again. And I watched it with my like my partner, and she Did you I guys both she loved hate it, it man. Yeah, we just I think like I had a great time with it, bro. I had a great time. Know, with it. Maybe I took it too seriously, and I I think that like. I think it's a very fun, unique movie too. That yeah, I think some of the effects are really good still. Yeah, and I think for me the big problem there was like, it it just got to this point where like, I I kind of was like removed from it, like the believability or my suspension of disbelief because it was just like, it was like obviously something supernatural is going on and just like nobody believed her, and and that was one thing that I did appreciate about Friday the Thirteenth was like, everything in it like, was pretty like believable grounded like yeah pretty grounded you, get, like, you know what's like the 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 stereo like the stereotype of like you know all the pe- people in horror movies do all the things you shouldn't do you know i didn't think that like friday the 13th was really like that like yeah but like, like you know, you know you're like, all watching all horror like they're going to she you know she goes to the bathroom like she thinks she's safe nobody's dead yet and it's not like two nobody knows something's wrong Right, so they all kind of die and they don't know about it because there's like this big storm. Yeah, because like, the you characters just hear going away. Yeah, to right. like hook up and like play games and, and smoke or whatever. And they, it's kind of just like you know that I think the Ned character dies first, and they all he's kind of like a clown and super problematic. You know, they're kind of just like oh, you know, he's the kind of guy that would just like disappear, like he's goofing off somewhere. So they kind of just like write it off, and then like you know, uh, Jack Kevin Bacon's character and and his girlfriend Marcy, that you know, they're all off hooking up and like. You know, she gets axed literally when she goes to the bathroom, and it's just like yeah, all these bro, things are kind it's... of believable. Um, and I just like I just got to a point in Nightmare on Elm Street where I was like, like this girl is being haunted by something. Like, just believe her. Like, can you please? Like, we know where this is going. Like, she's gonna fight him. She's gonna win, but maybe she doesn't win. Let's we can talk about the ending of that movie. Yeah, totally. I always, but I thought the vibes were just immaculate in a, in Nightmare on Elm Street, though. I think it's campy. I think it's a terrifying concept. I think the effects are pretty well done. Like, I like Freddy Krueger scares me more than Michael Myers and freaking uh, he's pretty um, creepy, man. Pamela Voorhees, he's man. Like that guy, like sure. you, bro. Yeah, like dude, that guy's dude. creepy. And also, like Wes Craven, like I just like watching it too. Like I love Scream. I think Scream's like well, maybe we could walk talk another time. But like, I just like I love certain directors and they make good movies, and it's, it makes me respect him a bit more. Like I can see what he's going for. Ending sucks, though. Ending sucks. <laughs> yeah, and let's talk about the ending. So basically, Nightmare on Elm Street, which, which is similar to uh, Friday the Thirteenth, because like basically, yeah, you think it's all over. You know, the, the final much. girl makes it. She she like defeats Freddy, and then but Freddy gets her mom, which I thought was like pretty devastating. 
you know, she kind of like wakes up and it's not really clear what's happening, but it's like she's in a nightmare again. You know, like all her friends are there and like they kind of, she's like waving goodbye to her mom and like she gets in a car with her friends and then the, the car is like Freddy. Like it's got his like, you know, patented like stripes. Yeah, bro. Like, drives yeah, off. it's and then so her mom interesting. Like ripped into the house. Yeah, she gets like, yeah, yeeted. I would say yeeted would be the proper term, bro. And, and and me and like my girlfriend, we were kind of like, what, like what the hell? Like it was just so like jarring, and super jarring. I, like and to me, I really like the ending of Friday the Thirteenth because it's like, I and, think one two thing, but might connect Friday the Thirteenth and and the Nightmare on Elm Street is. Do we think that the endings are just setting up are setting up a sequel? Like I think Jason, like Friday the Thirteenth Part One. I think what is that definitely starting a sequel, right? Like that's leaving threads on but right. the thing is it's like friday the 13th part two which it's crazy to me that like they, they go back after, to the, they go back to the camp again like you've had two mass murders there like don't <laughs> yeah. that place is cursed but the thing is it's like that character alice she gets like she carries over into the second one and like she's like i think i did like a little bit of reading i haven't seen the the, the second friday the 13th she um she gets like she's in the second one and she gets killed by Jason. He's like back for revenge. Oh my god, bro, that poor girl. The Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two is like completely unrelated characters, but at a later point in really? time, yeah. But at a later in a later Friday the Th- or Nightmare on Elm Street movie, they um. But in a future in a future movie, the the I can't remember her name or the actress, but the character from the first. Nightmare on Elm Street comes back and like helps the kids, like a new group of kids, fight fight Freddy. Oh, okay, okay, um, okay, okay, okay. But it is, it's not even clear like if it's setting up like a sequel, because it's like you kind Which of have I this is this whole thing where she's like, oh, I don't, I'm not scared of you anymore, and he like dies. Yeah, I thought that was like what, uh, not a bad ending. Like I thought, yeah, <laughs> I thought it was great. I should, I thought it should have left there. Like I, that's where I would have left it there. And like if you wanted to, you could like. <laughs> there's so many ways you could like, you know, show that he's still around or like. Because just because she's defeated him doesn't mean that he, you know, can't feed off somebody else. Which is a cool, I think that's like a really cool, I don't know, kind of concept for like a monster or like a villain. Um, it's really similar to like the clown from It, right? Like it feeds off your fear. And Which is, I think is a really, I love the the newer, like the original, the newer It. I love, it's a horror movie. Like it's a, mod, like it's a more modern one, you know, more contemporary one. I think it's a great. Yeah, and it, it is kind of like an interesting concept, right? And I think it's like, um, you know, like I've been, like as I was kind of talking about earlier, I've been watching a lot of like Halloween movies and it's kind of, it is kind of split into like, you know, you have like Supernatural and then like, I don't know what the opposite Killers. of that would be, but like, yeah, like serial killer, like slasher, right? Like somebody who like, sometimes there's like a little bit of blurring between the lines. Like, obviously, yeah, like, I think like most of the big like slasher franchises, it's like, it's implied that they're like somewhat supernatural. Like, like Jason definitely is. Yeah, there's that evil, true evil concept. Michael, yeah. Michael Myers is. And they have like extra powers, right? Like, I don't know. I, like, I think supernatural movies are interesting because it, it does like kind of open up more, I don't know, room for like themes and like concepts, you know? Like even like, like Friday, yeah, like, like the-, Friday the 13th, you're talking about like character development and stuff. And like, it's just like, I don't know what this movie, if it, if it had like a like a theme, like it's like maybe don't have sex, maybe don't play strip monopoly. Yeah, there's, like, I don't think there's no theme like, really. Yeah, you know like I, mean? I don't know, and, and like I, I don't know. I do like like a movie that gives you a little bit more to chew on, but but at the same time, well, too, I think, it's, it's I, think I think the theme. Do you think the theme of Thirty the Thirteenth? Though, like, there's definitely like like is she like, but like Mrs. Voorhees' mom talks about how Jason died because. What doesn't she say because student counselors are having sex? Like, is this a like is this a, a like a hate on right? Like, is are we we kink shaming in Friday the Thirteenth? It, is, it like, is interesting. Like, so that actress she uses like a specific acting method. Basically, like she basically kind of like created a backstory for that character, and um, she basically created this backstory where you know at the time she had Jason, she had him out of wedlock, so she wasn't married, and kind of like you know, got disowned by her parents. And so was like very just like resentful of like the concept of premarital sex in general. And then, you know, you have this double whammy of like, oh, my son has 
my son, the cause of my son's death was like, you know, teenagers having premarital sex. And it's kind of just like sex is canceled if you're not married for her. And I think that is like, I mean, that is kind of like the thing, right? Like, it's like, oh, like, don't, don't be like a bad kid, right? Or like the, old, the good kids always make it. Um, which I like, it is like, now it's like so silly to like, look back on that. Yeah, dude, like, Mrs. Voorhees really- would be on a tear in today's, in 2023, man. She would be pissed off. <laughs> I don't know. It, and it is like, yeah, it's, it's interesting to like, I mean, we have such, we almost have like sex positive horror movies now. Like, have you seen, um, well, like there's the famous movie teeth, which I've never seen. And Bro, I don't think I don't that movie is absurd. Have you seen it? Yeah. I've never seen it. No, I know. I know what the concept is, but yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. Look, not, but like, um, you know the the one example that I have seen is It Follows, which is like is excellent. Ah, true. That's like, a banana movie. Excellent. Banana yeah, movie. I haven't seen it since I've rewatched or since I watched it for the first time. I should I should watch it. And I watched it like last year, but like yeah, that's one like one of my favorite contemporary horror movies for sure. Like it's it's just so good, and like it is like I don't know. I think that's like one of my takeaways from this movie too was like I don't know, not excusing anything, but you have to like understand the movie in the context in which it was made, right? And like. Exactly, bro. Like, like my issues with that, like Ned character and like the sexism and like the objective. That would he would have been seen as fine back then, man. Like it's such a different, right? So you can't really. I think that's that's why I try to watch movies too, like as thinking potentially as someone would back then, right? I think you should watch the Final Girls. Like I really liked it. Like they kind of like they have a character who um, is supposed to be kind of like the Ned character. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now for you. It's on Netflix, eh? Uh, directed by Todd Strauss Schulson and uh, Adam Devine. Adam Devine, right? Like he's kind of like he's a he classic plays a for but he that plays role, like actually. the yeah. kind of like Ned character in that movie, and like so it's like a mother daughter, and the mother is kind of like a struggling actress, and her big claim to fame was she was in their universe equivalent of Friday the Thirteenth, as like you know she was a big star in the slasher movie in like the seventies, eighties, and she's never had that same success. And then the mother dies in a car accident. You know, like everybody knows who this the daughter is. Like she's like, you know, kind of like everyone's like, oh, your mom's so and so, and like, you know, she's struggling. A couple of years pass, and she's still struggling, like grieving about her mom. And like, she basically gets like coerced into going to like like a screening of like one of her mom's movies, and it's kind of as kind of like a celebrity like appearance because it's like, oh, you're the daughter of the main actress. And through like the hijinks of Hollywood magic, she they end up inside the movie. Like they get magically transported, so they're like characters in the movie, and they have to like kind of figure out like how to get through it. And like it's pretty cool because like she is like in this movie, and then like she's there with like her mom, like a younger version of her mom, right? Like it's we- it's like a weird concept, but like you should watch it because they basically like sounds interesting. Uh, it is it is super interesting kind of and like. All the performances and stuff are really good. Like, um, the main actress is uh, Vera Farmiga. Oh, the chick from the Conjuring movies, younger sister. Oh, yeah, her name is. I love the Conjuring movies. By the way, yeah, Conjuring's great. Um, and so it's like her. It's got Nina Dobrev in it from Vampire Diaries. It's got dude Elena's in that thing, bro. That's crazy. She's dude for 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 listeners of the show. We are big Vampire Diaries fans. (laughs) <laughs> at least i am i don't know you've, you've seen it right i have like a whole genre of movies and tv referred to as delicious garbage that i consume often season seasons like one to three of vampire diaries are firmly in that camp um but nina dobrev's in it i think she's yeah i have lots of thoughts on vampire diaries but she's great at like playing the kind of like we're not this isn't a vampire too. diaries yeah, podcast. this is now actually a vampire diaries podcast we're changing gears <laughs> here um but she's great anyway and and i just think that like that movie gives me like a lot to chew on and like i definitely i think from watching this and like our discussion like i don't know i'm I'm interested more in like kind of like the tropes and um i don't know just of yeah i want to know about like more about like women in horror movie and, and the kind of like tradition of that and, and i think one one thing like, i'm definitely gonna read that book 100 percent. yeah and one thing one thing i was thinking about too is like if anyone here has seen john carpenter's they live at near the end he has an emphasis on like it's really good anyways it's a good movie people watch it but he shows this this character and they're talking about how it's pretty much like a news thing talking about 
shows like people critiquing directors of movies for putting too much violence in their movies and like that's the thing in these like are these like you know for society like movies like this that are just like people are getting cut in half like what does that show about like why, why i like to think it's interesting that people love horror movies you know what i mean and there's that do you think that's from the violence or just like the the, the mythology of it like it's an interesting theme i think and that's also something they talk about in uh show me the meaning show me the meaning cabin in the woods cabin in the woods uh, yeah podcast um, they've we'll drop the i don't know I, I think we can put links in the description of the pod but um i was gonna say we should wrap we should wrap up the podcast but i think you bring up like a really good kind of thing and i maybe we can talk about it for like 10 minutes before we wrap up but it is like yeah you know like why do we like horror movies and and the thing that i get hung up on is like it's fun to be scared but the thing that's like an extra level down is like why do people love true crime like to me that's a bit unhinged because like true crime is like it's one thing to like be scared of the boogeyman and like tell stories about the boogeyman and i think ghosts, and, like, ghosts historically and... right like a lot of these like tales and folklore were like you know to like been around for for centuries some, right some message right it's like oh like um the woods you know, can like, like the, witch in the, the witch in the woods listen to your parents like don't don't go too far from your house but it is like i think um I think it was show me the meaning too, or it might've been, I'll have to go back and find it, but they were talking about how cinema, whoever you want to like describe it, right. is like in this kind of weird stage right now. And you know, somebody like Martin Scorsese, um, the you know, was in the headlines, right. For, for basically saying the Marvel movies aren't cinema. And, and I don't think like cinema is like dying or like in a bad spot. Cause there are so many good movies coming out, but it's like changing though. What the mass people are consuming is like, not as as complicated or varied i think as you as you see historically and i think i think that's a great point horror movies are and this isn't like an original thought it's from show me the meaning so it's like they're talking about like how horror movies are like one of the only places where people can do like original concepts kind of still or like different and like they're like non non ip like freaking not a star I wars think movie. like a movie like um well we just watched midnight mass the mike flanagan series my partner just finished that today and like horror movies are interesting because i think i think when you hold a mirror up to like some of the dirtiest darkest parts of humanity it's very like revealing and and so like in that example like it made me think about like my faith like my belief systems trust in institutions like like if you're doing something that you think is the right thing to do like does that make you bad like redemption like you got to get into like um you got to go to some like dark places to like ask dark questions and i think horror part of the appeal of horror is like the ability to do that yeah there is like inherent spirituality in horror movies right like there is like lots of horror movies tackle things things beyond death or skewed death which is something i think is very important to horror movies right but like maybe farther than there isn't a great example of these this is more grounded kind of just killer movie but i think it still plays on those violence and like fear themes that are evident in lots of horror movies and it kind of goes back to my point right of like the slasher versus supernatural it's like you watch something like friday the 13th and you're like is somebody gonna kill me in my dreams like that's scary that's something that could mess you up but like I, like i don't know man like i've had you know like being in the forest alone at night, like is scary. It can be scary. And, and especially like, uh, I think especially for like, for like women, right. Who like are like traditionally so much more like victims of like violent crimes and things like that. Totally. Um, totally. And I think like, yeah, I, th I think there is kind of like, um, I was talking to somebody at work about it the other day, like talking about like, at least the interest in true crime is like kind of grounded in like, wanting to like prevent that right like kind of trying to protect yourself there's like a, a a thing there but i do think like you're on tiktok right i i deleted it man i'm off you're it. off the juice lots your mind bro yeah i'm trying to limit all my i use just just twitter nowadays folks yeah x.com yeah <laughs> x.com my bad. you gotta make like a podcast twitter and instagram and all that stuff anyway yeah, yeah, um, yeah. i'll see how this goes and then i'll yeah, what when uh, the only person that's gonna listen to this is probably gonna be like our mom. 
Yeah, maybe my maybe my girlfriend. Maybe oh, she has time. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think like there is my my thing with TikTok is like there is kind of like a weird fetishization, I guess, of like serial killers. Like it's like oh, I could fix him or like I would date him, and it's Wait, just and like, that that's kind of like that's kind of like that a question too that's in horror movies. It's the glorification of violence. Like, bro, there's that Dahmer show that came out, like, I don't know, year, year, I think last year. And it's like, like you see, and I remember I was on TikTok at that time, and you would see, like, like, fucking, like, hype edits of fucking Jeffrey Dahmer, like, sexual, like, and I'm like, bro, that's stigma. Yeah, yeah, oh, bro, fuck it. That actually that. brings up a point I wanted to talk about. And you bring up such a great, a great thing, right? Is like, you kind of have, there's kind of like the discussion, like, are we violent or like do does violent media make us more violent and that was something i wanted to talk about but i totally forgot to so we're not going to be wrapping up like like i thought 20 minutes ago <laughs> but was the reception to the movie like the contemporary reception to this movie friday the 13th was um kind of like pretty on the head with kind of what we said like people really like the cinematography the score the performances but it was criticized for glorifying violence um, by like a lot of people, like a lot of people were like, this movie's disgusting. And like, um, it does kind of make you like wonder, like, I, I don't know the I answer totally agree with that. to that. Like, do, do, are people more violent now? Like you, and, and I don't know really, like, it's like, I, we're not getting like, I think people have been violent for, I think people have been violent forever, man. It's just like, and I don't know too. It's like, are people more violent or like, are you just more connected to it? Right? Like if I like, I think Google you're more connected to news, it, right? Like there's, I can get 30 stories instantly. Well, every, everything that happens nowadays is on Facebook or Twitter or the, or in, in two minutes. It's attached to you yeah. literally. Yes. I think that's right. Which this obviously movie doesn't tackle. Yeah, and I, issue, I don't, it is. I don't know if I really have an answer to that question, man. Like I do. I think I can watch like a horror movie and like, I really liked the walking dead for a long time because I appreciate the special effects and I can watch something that's like kind of icky and be like, Oh, that's so cool. I wonder how they did that. But you do like you do. I don't, and I don't have a straight answer for like that, you know, like it is, it is something like I've definitely thought about lately is like, is it okay to be like consuming, especially like true crime stuff? Um, Yes, but I the thing about true crime though is I think it's a different beast. Is like there's true real life victims there. It's not made up, right? Which I think is like because true crime, I don't think it really is respectful to the victim in certain. Yeah, certain I definitely struggle with times. a lot of a lot of true crime stuff. Um, but I don't know. Like it can be like it's popular for a reason, obviously. Totally. But, yeah, I, and but who like like I don't know, man. Like a cool. Like, dude, like a little a serial a podcast and a serial killer sometimes is interesting, right? But like, also, it's about like, can people think that, like, listen to it and not like wanted, like, you know, like different critically think about it, like analyze it in a, a way that others do, right? I don't yeah. Know. No, I get what you're saying. Um, sort of. That came out horribly, but maybe <laughs> someone can decipher it for me. No, I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm it makes sense. Um. Yeah, well, I guess I guess we're kind of coming up to wrap up. I don't know. Do you have any other any other concluding thoughts or things you want to add before we? No, I just think that like I think Friday the Thirteenth is a movie that I could I would definitely watch again in spooky season, and I I think the length of it makes it a pretty watchable movie. Like mad like ha- watching with your friends while after carving pumpkins would be a great vibe, and it's perfect for that. It's not freaking a masterpiece by, you know, some like crazy director, but like, it's a great movie. It's entertaining. And that's movies like that are important still. And at least it has practical effects and not CGI and is made. It isn't, at least it's not a Marvel movie where it's like, yeah. well, I mean, could you make the argument that it kind of did become like the 1980s oh, yeah. version? You're kind of right. Actually, like you're right. You're nine right. Movie? Anyway, we're not, we're not going to get into that. That bag of it's potatoes. called the what the Friday the Friday night the thirteenth uh, extended universe, yeah. bro. And like they even the had a crossover. <laughs> they had a crossover with <laughs> Avengers. It's with Freddy. Anyways, that's all I was gonna say. Yeah, no, and I think yeah, that's kind of like what I, uh, yeah, I think like that. That's my takeaway is like I really like if you like cinematography and you appreciate music and movies, like the vibes in this one are great. Um, 
great some great stories, kills. Some great the story kills. is probably the weakest part, but it's got pretty solid performances. You know, some pretty good jumps, jump scares, and yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty accessible and. I think this movie kind of impacted, right? Like kind of left like a legacy of, of slasher movies and kind of like informed a lot of, of what, what came later. And yeah, um, I think it is a movie that's changed how movies are made forever too. Like you can definitely see it in today's, you know, like for example, there's on last year, I think it was last year, Netflix brought out those like fear street movies. There's three of them in different times. And it's like, it's like kind of that those movies are definitely sounding on the shoulders of movies like Friday the 13th and the eighties. And it's great. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's cool. And like, I don't know, it is like, yeah, if you want like a good and it's, 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 it's nice to have like a movie that's, it's creepy, but it's not like gonna make you not sleep at night, right? Like I watched this movie alone. Did you watch this movie alone? Uh, now watch it with my girl. Oh, what did she think? Uh, similar beats to me, for sure. She enjoyed it, but was like some like she, the twist really didn't catch any of us that didn't like was just like oh my god she was really caught up on that like that she would take that grandma out bro, the mom. <laughs> yeah i know that was what took me out too but I, and like she's yeah but she is scared of that con so she was just like trying to rationalize it so she wouldn't be scared of it so. <laughs> but yeah um yeah no i i agree with like a lot of what you're saying and uh yeah well i guess i guess that's kind of all the time we have for today so I think we're going to try to release every two weeks, uh, just with like our schedules and stuff. But, um, so yeah, let's try, maybe, maybe we'll see, we'll see what movie we do next, but, uh, yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks for tuning in. And you're going to plug, plug your, uh, socials door to it. Yeah. I don't have, I don't have any of that. I'm just, I'm just joking, bro. Yeah. We should, we should set it you up, can, uh, but, uh, George, George set up a, set up a letterbox and then people can follow you on that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we should just like make. We should make a couple accounts, but anyway, I'm not too worried about that right now. Like, you know, we're just trying <laughs> to figure this podcast thing out and yeah. get it up and make sure it sounds good. So, um, yeah. All right, man. Well, you have a great night and we'll talk to you again. Yeah. You guys for sure. I know. Yeah, I definitely think, like, the movie... It's interesting, because, like... What is that background noise? My, uh... Joe has to fix the toilet, so he's doing some construction. <laughs> oh, yes. So, okay. let's hold up. Just wait up. Hold okay, up. Hopefully... Wait, like, two minutes. He's just grinding something. Then he'll... Yeah, I mean, we can, we can like, edit it out. Yeah, sorry. I he hope. should be... He just, he's just, uh, <laughs> chop back in it. He should be quiet now. I think we're good. Sorry, folks. Yeah. It's uh, it okay. was leaking. It was it was an emergency. <laughs> well, uh, we'll edit it out. Thank God we can have editing tools. Um, yeah, I mean it definitely like I. <laughs> we'll just wait. Just wait. wait a little bit. <laughs> I thought it'd be done before, but obviously construction projects are always delayed. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. Hmm. How is he doing the fantasy though, dude? How are you doing Pardon? fantasy this week? I I beat I beat Matt. Okay. My fantasy hockey team is is, is bad. I'm gonna win you this week. Done? That's good. Okay, I think it's over. Um, but yeah, I mean, 